Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, it is Jack Gill and welcome to Red's News. I am today joined by Jay Pearson for this one. There's not too much news. Um, there's a bit on Klopp's press conference pre-Fulham on Sunday um, and a bit of transfer talk as well. Um, but we'll get straight into it, Jay. Um, Klopp confirming today in his press conference that Alisson will be back in full training today. Didn't really give too much away about Sunday, but said if he trains today, um, if he trains okay today, then he can play on Sunday. Um, Jay, it's an interesting one, this, isn't it? Because it, it'll be good to have Kelleher's understudy back. <laughs> absolutely, mate. Yeah, definitely. I like what you did there. Um, yeah, absolutely, it would. Um, don't get me wrong, I think Kelleher's done absolutely brilliantly, but I think we all feel, you know, 100% confident when when, uh, when Ali's back in, in goal. But it wouldn't surprise me if Kelleher keeps his place. Um, at the weekend, and then we've we've got Ali back for for next Wednesday because obviously how, how important that game is. But you know, I, I, right now I'd be happy with either. You know what I mean? But um, at the end of the day, it's such good news to have to have Alisson back because we do miss him. He's he's such a massive presence in the side, and especially in that back uh, that back five. It's it's interesting, isn't it? Because in the past, obviously, when we've when we've had to play Alisson in, in games like this, there's been a need to rush. Um, when we've had to play Adrian, sorry, in games like this, there's been a need to rush Alisson back um, because <laughs> everyone panics when when Adrian's in the team. But with yeah. Kelleher, we've had two cracking performances f- from the young Irishman and, and, and two clean sheets. And, you know, it, it would be hard to turn to the young lad right now and, and say, you know what, sorry, lads, you're on the bench again. Yeah, it would. And he'd be, he would be gutted. But I think... This season has surpassed his expectations anyway. He probably didn't expect to play as many minutes as he has done and, and do as well as he has done. I mean, he's sure he's got confidence in, in his ability, but I think it's absolutely brilliant uh, what he's done so far. And I don't think even if Klopp said, that's it, mate, we're done, um, he'd be like, well, you know, he'd, he'd, be, he'd be annoyed and stuff. Of course he would, but he'd accept it because it's for the greater good of the team. But again, he, he can't be uh, disappointed with what he's got so far because he's been absolutely brilliant. Of course, Alisson's the best keeper in the world, isn't it? So it's quite easy to go, OK, I'll step aside and you can <laughs> yeah. come in. Um, but is there is there a worry for you that, you know, we've seen over the last year or so that Alisson's injury history is a bit of a problem? Um, do you think it's a worry that if he does play Sunday, it may be rushing him back too soon for for a game that he doesn't necessarily need to play? Yeah, absolutely. It's a good point that you bring up there, Jack, about his, uh, his injury record, because we have sort of, See, we're sort of seeing that now, aren't we? And it's a bit, it is unnerving. Um, but again, I'd rather have, I'd, I'd rather have him in goal, obviously, um, for every game he, he can possibly play, obviously. But I do think it is a, are we rushing him back? I don't know because we know that Klopp said today that he's he's back in full training, and if he plays well, if he does okay today, he'll be, he'll be playing. 
my worry is if, like you just said, if we rush rushing back just for the sake of that, we've got Alisson back in goal, we're playing away from home, we're confident, we're comfort, and then he picks up another little knock or he strains something and then that's another worry over the weekend. And then with, we're going into Monday then thinking, right, is he going to be fit for Wednesday? Then it's a race and then there's all that added pressure on, especially with a massive game on Wednesday. I'm glad I'm not the manager, put it that way. I'm glad I don't have to make that decision because it is a catch-22 situation. Um, but like Klopp said, if he's if he's fit, he's happy and he's healthy by the end of today, then let's get him in at the weekend and then wrap him up in cotton wool. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, there's a, a bit more injury um, news from the press conference. He spoke about Kostas Simakas, who obviously we saw in that Michelin game go off injured with a jarred knee. And that's a bit of a worry because, you know, for, for the last couple of years, we've worried about Robertson getting injured. Finally, we've brought in someone who would be a like-for-like like sort of replacement if that is the case. But, you know, now now he's got an injury and, and we don't know how long he's going to be out for. Um, he said we still have to see on him and, and also said that Diogo Jota has a knock as well. Um, a bit out of a bit out of the blue, this one, Jay, and, and the injury problems continue to, to frustrate us. Absolutely, it's, it, you couldn't you couldn't predict it, could you, Jack? At the beginning of the season, the amount of fifteen players that are getting these injuries and getting these knocks. There's lots of circumstances around it, so we're not going to get into that now. But Jota is obviously going to be a massive miss for us. One of the things that I do take confidence in is that if Jota's not playing, then we've still got arguably the best front three in the world, so we will be okay. But if it is just a knock, as they say, and we all look at, at knocks as being OK, he might miss this game, but he, he could be back for Wednesday. Um, I think if it was a little bit more serious, Klopp might, might have alluded to it. Um, so if if that get, gives Jota a break at the weekend and then he's fit and ready for for, for next Wednesday, then, yeah, it's, but it's, it is frustrating, the fact that it's another player with another bit of an injury. And you just think, when's our luck going to change? But so far, touch wood, we're, we're still right up there. Absolutely. Um, I, th- I think it's interesting with Diogo because... You know, the start of the season when when it's not quite been clicking for the front three, he's been the lad that's come on and he's been the difference maker. And, you know, I think he's he's arguably the the signing of the summer, you know, because the impact he's had and and the fact that he's trying to force himself into, as you you mentioned, they're the best front three in in world football, I think is is really, really commendable. And, you know, he's, he's really causing selection problems for Jurgen Klopp. Um, but you know, seeing him pick up a knock, hopefully it's not too serious. But with that Tottenham game in mind, it's, it's probably best for him to you know sit out of Fulham at the weekend, leave it to the front three, and then and then have him in mind, fit, fresh, ready for Wednesday because you know that that Tottenham game is very important. And we we're speaking before we went on air, weren't we? You know the the Fulham game is an important one. Obviously, we need the three points, but it should be a lot more straightforward than Tottenham. Yeah, absolutely. And just just to finish on Diogo Jota there, with, he's, he scored, what, nine goals in 17 games. And, you know, some of them are, are substitute appearances as well. And it's it's an incredible, he's an incredible footballer. Like you said, mate, he has been a fantastic signing for us so far. It's only going to get better. And I'd rather have uh, a fit Diogo Jota playing against Spurs, whether it's he's starting or that he comes on for half an hour or whatever, than risk him uh, against Fulham on Sunday. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but, you know, injury problems have been <laughs> very bad so far this season. And, you know, if you're watching this Bruce Grob- Grobler, please piss everywhere because <laughs> yeah. we are cursed at the moment. Um, but there's there's a bit of good news today, Jay, uh, on the injury front. Oxlade-Chamberlain, who obviously picked up an injury in that joke of a pre-season that we had. 
Um, yeah. He's we've not seen him yet all season. He's the perfect player. I, I said this on on the show yesterday. He's the perfect sort of player for what we need now, which is you know a utility player, someone that can come into the squad, come into the starting eleven, and, and make a difference. Fresh legs, change it up a bit. Um, but we've been without him, uh, and he's we saw obviously a bit of a surprise pre Mitchell and him in the live training. We we didn't expect him to be there, but he was. Um, and Klopp obviously spoke about him being back in full training. He says it's been a long time after a challenging training. Uh, tough time for him, but now the sun shines for him. Great for him, yeah. great for us, but we cannot rush it. When he's long enough in team training, he will be an option. Some people have taken from that that, you know, after today, he, he may be in on the bench against Fulham. But f- for me, that says... Klopp's not prepared to rush him. You know, we, we know with Oxley Chamberlain, he has a he has an injury history too, uh, and rushing him and getting him back and and exaggerating an injury is the last thing we need right now. Oh God, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I remember being at Anfield when he'd done his knee in against Rome, and it was one of the most heartbreaking things to to see. And um, you know, it took him a long time to come back. He comes back, and then he's on fire again, and then there's another injury setback, and it, you, you just think, when's this lad's look going to change? But Klopp clearly likes him, you know, and it's evident from what the the quote uh, you've just said there, Jack, some really nice words from the manager. So he's still in his plans and the Ox is still fighting for his place. And we have got a midfield now that is very, very, very good. Obviously, they are dropping like flies left, right and centre. So, yeah, seeing him back in training with the lads is just, it, it's another little bit of a weight off the shoulders and we're sort of checking, checking the injuries off the list. So, yeah, the sooner we get him back, the better. But I agree, just let's not rush him because it's the same with the, the Thiago situation. We know the quality that both of these players are. Let's not just get them in for the sake of getting them in because we are coping right now and, we're, and the squad is doing really, really well. And we, we've cried out for depth for, for God knows how many, as long as I've been watching football. and It seems like we've got the depth now to cope with everything. So, yeah, let's just not rush him because the last thing we need is to come back for two games and then be out for, for months at a time again. Absolutely. One of the unluckiest footballers in the Premier League, I think, because every time he seems to have a really good spell in the team and playing good football, there's an injury around the corner. You know, pre his ACL injury against Roma, he was in the form of his life, the form of his career, he was playing incredible football. He forced himself into our starting eleven. Uh, and, and then there's a there's a big big uh, setback. So you know I, I think it'll be a really really good boost for the squad to to have him back in in training and, and when he's back available, it's another very good option for Jurgen Klopp. Um, a bit of transfer news now, Jay. Uh, moving on, um, there's interest for a potential Genie Wijnaldum replacement, uh, according to the report. It's it's from Court Offside, um, and it's linking us with Lil's. Bubakari Sumer, um, he's 21 years old. He was a product of the the, the PSG Academy, um, and he's at Lille, who, as we know, in, in in the past few years, have created some very very good young talents. And um, he's a box to box midfielder. He's he's featured in 84 matches in all competitions. Um, apparently, we feature comp- uh, we face competition from Benfica uh, and Real Madrid, as well as Manchester United. Um, I, I think this lad's class. Uh, I think it'll be a decent signing for us, Jay. What, what do you make of it? Um, well, I, I'm not going to pretend I watch a lot of French football, um, but from what um, the little research that we've done on him, he's, he's very good at press resistance, which is really, really important in the position that he plays. And he does retain the ball really, really well, which for me, uh, if you're going to be playing sort of central midfield, defensive midfield, which is what his position is, then that they are two vital attributes that you need in Premier League football. Now, Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There were links in January that he was Arsenal wanted him and he has been wanted by a number of Premier League clubs. And obviously, I think he, he, he was quoted in saying the back end of last year that he did want European football. Obviously, Liverpool can offer him that European football. Um, obviously, at 21 years of age, like you said, mate, Lille have produced some really, really good players over the years, uh, namely one, uh, Eden Hazard. So obviously, we're not going to say he's going to come from that ilk and he's going to be just as good. But there is hope in terms of the, the players that they are producing. So if he does turn into a fantastic player and Klopp knows his stuff, you know, he, he, he sees him a player what he wants. And again, it links into what we were saying about Genie Wijnaldum yesterday, doesn't it? If we are thinking about letting Genie Wijnaldum go, which sends shivers down my spine, I don't want that to happen. But, and this is the guy that might be earmarked for a replacement, then um, we, we, we trust in Klopp again because he's, uh, he's not got many transfers wrong during his time at Liverpool. I, th- I think the key thing as well is his age. You know, he, he's a very young midfielder who could come in and, and learn from the likes of Genie, Hendo, you know, Thiago in particular, um, and, yeah. and really improve. And, and he's a bright young player, box to box, looks very, very good and, and very exciting. But for me as well, the, the key thing in, in this rumour is that his contract's set to expire in the summer of 2022. So, mm. so we may get him on, on a cut price sort of deal. And for, for yeah. me, I think he it, it seems to me like he, he strikes me as a Klopp sort of player. And I think it'd be a decent signing for us. Um, let us know in the comments what you think. Do you think that that should be something that Liverpool pursue in the summer or in January even? Um, moving on, uh, I don't know if you saw on, on TikTok and Instagram yesterday, yeah. uh, Andy Robertson um, did a bit of a Q&A uh, and it <laughs> featured a, a, a question from Roberto Carlos asking for him to recreate one of his free kicks. Um, <laughs> Trent's usually our free kick taker, Jay, but what do you make of this? I tell you what, mate, I, I, I loved it. The, um, the, the discussion, I mean, I love it when players do that and they answer questions like that on social media because it is really, really good and you do get some really good insights because they are questions that us as fans have wanted to ask for ages. But imagine being Andy Robbo and arguably the greatest left-back ever as um, asked you to recreate a free kick. And I remember the, the free kick in Latour Moir in 97 and what, what Roberto Carlos did. And if those of you don't know what it is and you're watching this, just, you know, once this video's finished, stay on YouTube and find it because it is absolutely an incredible goal. I don't think Robbo has got the capability of doing that, um, but it would be incredible because we, we have seen Robbo come whipping a dead ball um, on, especially for us and international duty not so much about his free kick technique but listen if uh, him and Trent are in these battles for assists why not the next time a free kick comes up Robbo just put, put Trent off the ball and have a go mate 
I, I don't think there's many footballers that will ever exist that can hit a free kick like Roberto Carlos, to be honest yeah. with you. But, you know, it, it's nice to know that he, he has some recognition for Andy Robertson, like you say, to, to even, you know, try and ask him a question like that. I think it shows exactly what he thinks of uh, of Andy Robertson. And he answered some some also very good questions in that Q&A too. He, he named his fastest player, um, which surprisingly he said was Virgil van Dijk, not Mane, not Salah. Uh, Virgil van Dijk is his, uh, is the quickest player in the squad, apparently. Um, what, what do you think about that, Jay? Um, I, do you know what? I'll just settle it. Just put them all in a race. You know what I mean? <laughs> sort it out. Let's, let's get it on video and put them, up, put them in a race and sort it out. Um, Can't do with any more injuries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, I just love the fact that the question's being asked, and there's more than one person um, that can run the hundred meters. I definitely can't do it. Um, but yeah, it's it's incredible to have that amount of uh, fast players in the game. So, and it's it's so valuable in this day and age, and the way the way the game works these days. And we are a very fast-paced team. So, yeah, uh, long mate, continue where we're having this discussion of who's the fastest in the squad. Uh, and finally, before we go into the comments, um, I, f- I felt like we had to talk about Harvey Elliott, uh, Jay, who continues to impress uh, Blackburn. Uh, he was on the box the other night after the Liverpool game, so I, I stuck it on and he, he just looks so, so good. Um, yeah. Turned 17 in April, of course, still very young um, and he's absolutely tearing the championship apart. He has made 12 appearances, two goals, four assists. He- you know, in nine of those games, he's played the full 90 as well. So he's absolutely making one hell of an impact at Blackburn. And uh, they'll be sorry to see him go away. He ends up coming back to Liverpool. But, mate, I'm just glad that he's getting that experience at such a young age. And let's not forget, you know, it's it's a very, very tough league that he's um, he's playing in, especially for his age. So he's it's going to do him the world of good. And if he, if he carries on doing what he's doing at Blackburn for the rest of the season, it's, it's only going to be even more beneficial for us. That, that's the thing, isn't it? Even when Blackburn are losing at the minute and they're very, they were very up and down side, but Harvey Elliott is looking strong in all of them. The chances that he's creating is he, yeah. a, a, a very good. Um, he's also in a very, very exciting front line for, for Blackburn. I don't think prior to the season, I don't think many expected him to go out on loan. I think a lot of people were hoping he'd stick around and get some more minutes in the first team with us. But mm. I think the way we improved our squad in the summer meant that he needed these minutes, he needed a loan move and, and it's showing that it's working because he's gone to the Championship, which I know it's tier two in, in this country, but it's it's honestly still one of the best leagues in, in the world. You know, it, it competes with some of the top te- uh, some of the top leagues in, in other countries. So, you know, I think Harvey Elliott doing well there is, is a really, really good sign for his future. What I love about it as well is that there's been so many players over the years where, you know, it's the next wonder kid, it's this, it's that. Um, and we've been guilty of, of doing that in the past. I remember a player called Christian Nemeth uh, a, a while ago when he was dubbed the new Fernando Torres and unfortunately nothing ever came of it. And we've had, you know, the likes of Suso, who, who again, who was named as the, the, the next uh, big big player for us uh, up top. And unfortunately it didn't work out for us. Then he's gone to be a really, really good player and it just comes with age. But I think with Harvey Elliott, we might be seeing sort of the Michael Owens, the Wayne Rooney, maybe not the same ability straight away, but... The lad certainly got it in his locker and I, I just can't wait for him to be uh, a regular for Liverpool. And the same way Curtis Jones is doing it now, these players, that we're, we're coming into a new era now where I just think that the talent that is coming through this club, we are so, so lucky to have them. Yeah, you mentioned some good names there. Rian Brewster as well, another one who was tipped for, for big success at Liverpool, but it didn't quite work out for him. Um, but yeah, Harvey Elliott, I think there's so many people excited about Harvey Elliott and what he can do at yeah. this football club. 
Into your comments now. Um, we've got one from, I can't pronounce his name, so I really apologise for butchering it. Amartya Jagdari. I think I've got that right. Um, she asked a question that I think um, a lot of people uh, are wondering, Jay. We saw Salah play 90 minutes in, yeah. in the week. Um, the question simply is, do you think he'll play? Uh, and I think the answer is quite simple. I think maybe Klopp planned to rest him uh, against mm-hmm. Fulham ahead of Tottenham. But now with Jota looking a doubt, I think he has to. Yeah, oh, definitely, mate. And there was there's quite a few comments uh, yesterday um, that were that were coming through on Twitter saying like there was you, you just have to play Salah every single game. Touch wood, you know, uh, Mo hasn't really had uh, a massive injury uh, at Liverpool, so we are quite lucky in that respect. But. I agree with you. I think Jota was ready to start that game uh, at the weekend um, based on the fact that Salah had played, what was it, 98 minutes uh, against Michelland. I think he was destined to have have the day off, but yeah, I can't see it happening now. Um, I think the, the front three will be the front three as normal. I am absolutely gripping this desk right now, Jay, and I know who I'm coming to if Salah picks up an injury. Um, <laughs> I know. But yeah, Tom Johnson says it was silly from Cop to, to play Jota, to be honest, on Wednesday. Well, what do you think of that, Jay? What do you think of his team selection uh, in midweek? Because it was nice right. to see youth involved, but I, for one, was very shocked because he, he went quite strong. Oh, I did, mate. I just couldn't believe it. I just, we we did the uh, the match build up, and we were trying to predict the eleven, and then obviously the Christian this, the start eleven predicts showing again. You can never get it right, you know what I mean? Because he he always throws up a curveball, and I like the fact that he was maybe he was making a statement, or it was you know showing a bit more respect to because you know the top of the Danish league making a bit more of a respectful decision. But obviously, from our perspective, there was no need to to be playing those types of players who we desperately need coming into Sunday, going into Wednesday. I was disappointed to see him come on. I didn't see the need need for it. I'll be, I'll be honest about that. Um, but yeah, it was a little bit frustrating because obviously it's now led to, to him being out this weekend, which messed up the balance because Salah was supposed to have the break, which means he's got to play another full 90 minutes, you know, if if, 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 if he has to, um, going into, into next week against Tottenham. So it's it has that domino effect that you don't like. I don't, I don't think Salah will mind though because, you know, we saw... He loves it, doesn't he? He loves yeah. it. We saw when he was subbed off early against Brighton, he was human. He wants to play every single second. And I think telling, telling Mo yeah, t- Salah that he's not going to play a relatively easy game against Michelin, I think we yeah. all think, oh, he'll want to get his feet up. But no, he wants more goals. He wants to get his tally up. He wants to enjoy himself by, by playing football. So, yeah, I, I think it's hard work, Cop, telling no, he, he can't play. Um, Chris John yeah. says we'll be fielding fetuses uh, if this <laughs> continues. Um, I completely agree, uh, <laughs> to, to be honest with you. Um, that, that's the way we're going about it at the minute. Um, and he also says that the Championship is a good training ground for Elliot. Get him some real experience before he steps up and forces his way into our start. And I completely agree. I think it's a very physical league as well. And I think that's one thing that Harvey Elliott needs to do. He needs to bulk up a bit. He needs to get a bit stronger and... and, and yeah. And that's, you know, his physicality will come with age too. Um, but yeah, I think it's the perfect, I think it's the perfect destination for him to learn. And I think it was a very, very good decision from Liverpool to, to allow him out on loan there. Um, so yeah, thank you very much, Jay, for joining me with that one. Thank you, Sai, um, who you can't see, but he's doing all the work behind uh, in the office. Um, and we shall see you soon. Enjoy what should be and hopefully will be a good weekend of sport. See you later. ta 
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon.